Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash Lisa. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joe Biden left Americans behind in Afghanistan, so it's sad but not surprising that he seems to be doing the same in Gaza. We know that Americans are being held hostage by Hamas in Gaza. So what is this administration doing about it, if anything? I never thought there would be a day where we would have a president so unconcerned about leaving Americans behind enemy lines. We'll talk to one senator who's trying to do something about it. Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee is putting pressure on this administration to formally recognize those Americans trapped in Gaza as hostages under federal law. We'll talk about the importance of that distinction and what she's trying to do to bring these Americans home. We'll also get her take on the conflict more broadly and the funding fight that's taking place on Capitol Hill over Israel funding and Ukraine funding. Stay tuned for Senator Marsha Blackburn. Senator Blackburn, it's always an honor to have you on the show. Uh, You have rightfully been putting pressure on the Biden administration to formally recognize the American citizens who are being held hostage in Gaza under federal law. Why is that distinction important? And also, why has this administration not done that? It is puzzling why they have not done that, Lisa. When you look at our code, our our laws, and you read 18 U.S.C. 1203, What you see is the definition of a hostage. It's someone that is being held or detained against their will and an entity or government or organization that is making a demand of our government. So that is how we classify that. And uh, we all know of the Israelis that were taken hostage and taken into Gaza 
And um, we continue to pray for these families with loss of life and with hostages that have been taken. And then you look at the situation in Gaza. And what we realized after Jake Sullivan was on Face the Nation last weekend was he said, we have uh, about 500 Americans, aid workers and civilians who were there visiting friends and families. Uh, 500 Americans who were there. The situation is challenging. They're negotiating with Hamas to allow these individuals to leave Gaza. Now, we know that Egypt had said they were ready to receive foreign nationals who were stuck in Gaza. Israel had said, yes, let's get them out. But it was Hamas who was making demands. And then John Kirby, the spokesperson for the National Security Council, comes out and reiterates that. And then you also have someone from the State Department that is reiterating that. So I don't know why they do not want to say, uh, Hamas, we consider this to be hostage taking if you are not allowing them to leave and you are making demands of us do not touch these american citizens and that is the kind of force that when you're dealing with a terrorist group they understand force and when you start trying to appease them they are not going to pay attention to you and your your demands you know that's probably the best way to sum up this administration is appeasement. You know, when you look at Iran, when you, when you look at uh, how they dealt with the Taliban and, and exiting Afghanistan, do you know, Senator, what attempts, if any, have been made to try to bring our people home? I mean, are, are they giving you any answers on, on what attempts they're taking? And I've sent a letter over to the White House, uh, to Jake Sullivan, uh, to ask, What are you doing? And see, the American people need to know. They know that there are American citizens who are not being permitted to leave Gaza. They know that Hamas is in charge in Gaza. They know that uh, Hamas is making demands and trying to negotiate with the U.S. So what are these demands? Are they looking for more aid? Because we also know that aid is not making it to the Palestinian people. We know that Hamas is intercepting that aid. This is why Israel has been consistent in saying, please, if you're in Gaza City, move to the south, get down to the Rafa Gate. And of course, the aid agencies, it would be uh, helpful for them to be able to centralize this aid. But it has just been perplexing that there has been so little said about the Americans that are there in Gaza. You know, Senator, I wanted to ask you, um, Biden launched, uh, this White House launched its first ever national strategy to counter Islamophobia at a time when we've seen anti-Semitic incidents increase by nearly 400 percent since the terror attacks in Israel. I mean, we see it on college campuses. We're seeing it across the country. It's not being targeted at at Muslims, right? This hate is being targeted at at Jews. So why can't this administration just find the moral clarity 
to condemn what is happening to Jews? I mean, you know, this isn't being directed at Muslims. So why, why do they feel compelled to do this? You know, what do you think's behind that? We know from this administration and uh, the Obama administration, and of course, some of the same people are running the show on these issues, that they have been sympathetic to Iran. That's why you had the Iran nuclear deal, uh, the 2015 deal. Now, you've recently had the $6 billion ransom payment to Iran. So we know that there is that sympathy to them, that thinking that they could appease them and move them to a point that they would give up on trying to construct nuclear weapons, that they would give up on trying to push back on the U.S. But what you have to realize is that Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, that's your new axis of evil. Iran is the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism. They give Hamas about $100 million a year. They make the same payment over to Hezbollah, same payment over to the Houthis, same payment over to ISIS Syria, and also to ISIS Iraq. And they're the ones that are funding these, these acts. Now, Lisa, I think also we have to look at some of the people that are there in the administration. You have Robert Malley, and he was a big part of that first Iran nuclear deal team, and also Ariane to Budabai, and she was a part of the first team, this, and now this second team. She also is chief of staff to the deputy secretary over at the Department of Defense, these people have top-level security clearances. Now, they also were quite involved with the Iran Experts Initiative, which was second-generation Iranians that were in the U.S. that were going to help change the image of Iran. This all started before that 2015 Iran nuclear deal. Now, Robert Malley's security clearance has been pulled and he's been suspended. But Ms. Tabatabai is still with her clearance and still employed over at the Department of Defense. So you have these sympathizers that are there. These people ought to be fired. They should never have had these these clearances. We know for a fact, we've seen emails where Ms. Tabatabai was coming to the Hill uh, to testify, and she emailed, emailed from her federal account, uh, emailed over to someone at the Iran Foreign Ministry to say, hey, I'm going over to the Hill to testify. What do you want me to say? Now, we should put our nation and our citizens and our safety and our security first. We should put our allies before our enemies. But this group, I I question what they're doing. It certainly paints a picture of how we got here when, when you put it out that way. I, I also just think this administration should be able to condemn the anti-Semitism we're seeing in America without bringing Islamophobia into it, which is not the issue at hand, right? We're, we're seeing these attacks against Jews, not Muslims, and, and they should be clear in that. But, uh, you know, there's some arguments on Capitol Hill about how to do funding. You know, the House is trying to decouple Ukraine and Israel aid. Um, also some conversations about tying some of the Ukraine funding 
to border policy changes. Um, what would you like to see happen in, in this funding fight? And um, how do you think this is all going to go down? Israel's funding needs to go first. And we should move quickly on that. I'm pleased that the House is taking that up. I think the step of Ukraine and the border together is a good step. Something's got to be done at the border. The month of October, you had about 40 Iranians, Pakistanis, uh, over 100 Russians. You had 2,000 Chinese foreign nationals that came across that southern border. Uh, You have... Uh, terrorists that have been apprehended, 151 terrorists this year alone. Uh, These numbers are astounding. We don't know who is in the gotaways. You have to secure that border. When it comes to Ukraine, you don't want Putin to win. And what you have to do, what you've got to do is to make certain that there's transparency and accountability on any money that goes to Ukraine. I agree with that, Senator. It's sad to see where we are today. And you, you talked about this new axis of evil. It just feels like we're no longer the superpower that we once were. It's pretty disheartening to see, Senator. Appreciate you taking the time to join the show. It's always an honor to talk to you. Really always love having you on. Thanks so much for making time for us. Oh, thank you so much. Good to join you. Thank you. Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee. Appreciate her for taking the time to join the show. Appreciate you guys at home for listening every Monday and Thursday, but you can listen throughout the week. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting the show together. Until next time. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, this new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.